This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. There's nothing more unifying than a common enemy, and that's what the nation is facing right now. A fast-moving virus that can be as mild as a common cold or flu for most people, but absolutely deadly to others. The federal government and the Federal Reserve are taking drastic steps to shore up the economy, while individuals and families are going into survival mode. But it's not the end of the world. Good things can come out of this. Exponential tech entrepreneur and futurist Peter Diamandis said in a blog about the virus, with pause comes opportunity. I'm Kathy Vetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The news has not been good. The stock market has been tumbling in response to the impact of the virus on the economy. The losses have erased most of the gains since the 2016 election, basically eliminating most of what was originally called the Trump bump. The Dow was down almost 3,000 points on Monday and fell further today after the White House press conference. The Fed cut rates on Sunday to a range of zero to a quarter percent. And that's where we were back in 2008 at the start of the global financial crisis. The lower rate will certainly make it cheaper to use our credit cards. It will also make adjustable rate home loans cheaper along with car loans, student loans, and home equity loans. However, low rates don't always rev up an economy right away. For example, I'm personally not jumping on a plane or a cruise ship today just because it's cheaper. The Fed also announced a massive stimulus package that could top $1 trillion and maybe more. Lawmakers were debating the details as this podcast was put together, but the rescue plan is expected to be the largest in U.S. history. Under discussion is emergency funding for businesses hard hit by the virus, including airlines, hotels, and small to medium-sized companies. A huge part of the plan would be some $500 billion that's sent to individuals in the form of a cash payout or payroll tax cuts. The Trump administration is reportedly in favor of sending the checks quickly within the next two weeks. Politico cited sources that say the payments might be $500 to $1,000 each. Millionaires, of course, would not get them. On a side note, it's a little aggravating to me that airlines, who recently bought up their own stocks and probably took big bonuses, are now potentially getting a bailout instead of just selling stock like other companies would. But alas, I'm not in charge of these things. On the flip side, some airline stocks could be a great buy right now. Also on the radar right now is earnings season. Companies will be reporting their first quarter earnings in the coming weeks, and many are expected to miss their forecasts. The second quarter will likely be worse. And several economists are saying the recession has already begun. Though many economists believed a global recession had already started last fall before the coronavirus hit. Now, not everyone pays close attention to economic news or the coronavirus news, so for many, reality is starting to sink in, especially since cities have shut down bars, restaurants, fitness centers, public gatherings, and asking people to just stay home. Of course, that's going to affect many small businesses and the people who work for them who can no longer work, and it's led to panic buying in stores and the hoarding of essentials like toilet paper and hand sanitizer. And it's hard to find an N95 mask. President Trump acknowledged that it's really, really bad when he issued guidelines to help stop the virus from spreading. Those guidelines, including staying home if you're sick, or if your children are sick, or if someone in your household is tested positive for the virus, or if you're an older person with underlying health conditions. It also asks people to work from home and attend classes from home whenever possible, 
to avoid social gatherings, including bars and restaurants. Get takeout food from restaurants or have it delivered. Avoid discretionary travel, shopping trips, and social visits. And practice good hygiene with hand washing, sneezing, or coughing into a tissue or your elbow, disinfecting frequently, and not touching your face. And it turns out just regular hand soap does a better job than hand sanitizer. But other than good advice on hygiene, this is a big change from normal. Many of us are now hibernating and are being told to stay at home for as long as it takes to flatten the curve. That's when the infections start to slow down and there's less danger for a fast spread of the virus like we're seeing now. This helps protect people and also gives medical facilities and hospitals a better chance at being able to keep up with demand. So it's a crazy time and something that many people didn't see coming. Although if you Google Bill Gates' TED Talk, you'll see he's been warning about this threat for years. In fact, he's recently stepped down from Microsoft's board to be more active in social issues like this. But we will get through this. It's important to understand that no matter how big or small the curve gets, it does eventually wane once enough people get the virus. And remember, most people won't even know they had it, or the symptoms will be mild, similar to a flu or a cold. And then they will likely be immune. So that's the great news. And that's why it's important to stay healthy and keep your immune system good and strong. Those most at risk, of course, are the elderly. We've been closely watching Italy and realizing that's one of the reasons the country's being hit so hard. Italy has an aging population with a median age of 47.3 years. One in four Italians are over the age of 65. According to Gatestone Institute, Italy also has a large fashion industry with as many as 300,000 workers from China. Many were from the Wuhan area and had gone home for the Chinese New Year on January 25th and then flew back to Italy, presumably with the virus, because the epidemic emerged in Lombardy, one of the capitals of the Italian textile industry. And finally, Italy's government-run healthcare system was very unprepared for such an epidemic. There were just 2.2 acute care hospital beds per 1,000 residents, as compared to Germany that has 6 beds per 1,000 residents. Plus, the number of doctors in Italy are limited, which is one of the reasons their healthcare system is now collapsing. And as we know, the virus has now spread throughout Europe since borders were not closed in time. And most of Europe also has an aging population. While we still don't know just how we'll be affected here in the U.S., Hopefully, our healthcare systems are more prepared because there are a lot more of us. And of course, we have a lot of elderly here. I personally have been protecting myself and our family for two weeks now. I have been self quarantined in our home and I have not allowed visitors. Our daughter returned from her spring semester in Prague, thankfully, the day after travel from Europe was suspended, except from London. So she flew from Prague to London and then home. And since she was on an airplane and at airports with hundreds of people sharing the air with them for 17 hours at least, and these are people who came from all over Europe to fly home through London, we have her fully quarantined for two weeks in our guest house. But many of her friends were not quarantined and have been running around town, so it's concerning. I'm personally not taking any chances because I have asthma and so I'm considered high risk. So I haven't even seen my grandbaby for two weeks, which is absolutely heart-wrenching, but thank God for FaceTime. I'll only be able to visit them as long as I know that they've been quarantined for two weeks and haven't seen anybody. 
This virus can be highly contagious for at least two weeks without the carrier even knowing, and that's what makes it dangerous. But the good news is I'm getting a lot of things done that I never had time to do, like cleaning the closets and the garage and planting that garden and reading those books, and of course, spending more quality time with my husband and my family. Well, my family I'm talking to on FaceTime, but, but back to Peter Diamandis, when he said, with pause comes opportunity. He is an amazing individual. He's been named by Fortune as one of the world's 50 greatest leaders and is ahead of the curve in many ways. He talked about the severity of this pandemic in his blog, but he's also one who recognizes the opportunity. He said in one blog that the downtime we're experiencing because of the virus gives us an opportunity to expand our own personal horizons. He lists five topics that he'll be focusing on in the weeks ahead. Number one, spending more time with family and having more meaningful discussions about what's happening. He also plans to focus on his physical and emotional health because the key to surviving this virus is having that strong immune system. He also says the extra time is a great opportunity to reinvent your business in light of opportunities presented by the coronavirus. And that includes the use of digital platforms or the creation of new businesses or services that could help the world, maybe one that would help prevent future pandemics. He says the world's biggest problems are the world's biggest business opportunities. So this is all food for thought as you ponder the extra time on your hands and work hard to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. And on my next podcast, I'll be talking about how all of this might affect the real estate industry. So stay tuned. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. You can read the blog at newsforinvestors.com.